BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. <laughs> it's Monday a good day for it. I know I like Monday. You got to... I mean, God, Dak, <laughs> Dak, stuff. This is I'm, wow. yeah, yeah. I'm not, never ran on that. Yeah, yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's like good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh God. Just to just there's to. a doctor somewhere doing it. What is good? <laughs> Do you want to go your boy Pat the Designer back at it again? Joined by the squad in the building, we got the pettiest man alive, Mr. P Kid, Stefana Don in the building, the super producer trying to figure out what's going on with his mic. On today's episode, Dan Orlovsky believes that Justin Fields could possibly be an MVP candidate this season. Huh? Also got to talk about what we saw from the Bears at rookie minicamp and how excited people are about Roshan Johnson. I mean, listen, they're, they're loving the kids' leadership skills. I'm excited about it as well. Ladies and gentlemen, the date is 5-8-2023. And uh, Stefan Adon said Monday is a good day for a little bit of, uh, you know. Just two, just two, just two. <laughs> Just so. The off-camera just, stuff just, just, just is just always the most wild. Like, I wish... Booger sugar. Hey, bro. No, it wasn't even booger sugar. Booger sugar, I feel like I could have dealt with. It was the fact that it was like, he went straight to crack. It was like, oh, God. You, you what? You started it like... Oh, wait. I, I did. Nobody knows that part. Nobody knows that part. Hey, man, appreciate you guys for tuning in to Show of Love. As always, man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Y'all out here blowing up all these other channels, man. I need y'all to do me a favor. Go ahead and... uh. Push the button. Come on. Come on. Push the button. You might as well. Come on, push the button. You got nothing else going on. Yeah, come on, push the button. You're just sitting here watching us. You heard what she said. You heard what Sue Young said. Push the button. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. <laughs> we do talk to Chicago Sports Daily. We got to get the Bow Wow clip where you go like this. <laughs> just push the <laughs> Just had that mug on that mug. Like, like he been holding on to that move for like 30 years, bro. <laughs> Hey, what's good, boys? How y'all feeling, man? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Uh, long, long day, but we here. Yeah, hey, we here. I'm ready to get it. Hey, long day for sure. Um, got got the Chicago Bears podcast in. Now coming over here to break down some more Bears talk. I love it. Appreciate you guys for showing love. Here's the thing, man. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, oof, in support 
of Justin Fields. He went on Get Up to this morning and said that he believes that the Chicago Bears could have an MVP candidate this season in Justin Fields, that he believes that Justin Fields is going to take not a not a uh, Jalen Hurts type leap, but more of a Josh Allen type leap, which kind of fits Justin a little bit more, in my opinion, if I'm being realistically honest, like he's more of a he's more of a Josh Allen build, more of a Josh Allen like Jalen Hurts. What's he like six one? Hey, six, six one, but six he's one on a good day. Yeah, if he's having a tall day, yeah, you know I'm saying. So I think I think that he's more of a Josh Allen type. I think that they've gotten him weapons very similar to what Josh Allen went out and got. So I, I I could see that a little bit more. But right, like that Josh Allen leap is what he's talking about. Boys, question on the table: Do you think that Justin Fields could be a 2023 MVP? Let's start with candidate. Let's at least go to candidate out here. <laughs> I hate Steve-O. Prepare Steve-O to be in the chat. Right? <laughs> Prepare to get pissed at P-Kid on this topic. <laughs> I, I, I'll let Kid go. <laughs> Why I got to go first now? Uh, like, hey, we want to know your opinions. You? We want to know your you know opinions. What? I think that's too much pressure. <laughs> I think that's too much pressure for the kid. I'm going to be honest with you. I want him to succeed. But to make the leap from, hey, he could be a decent uh, QB or good QB to MVP candidate yeah. is a monstrous leap. Now, I like the fact that the national media is showing some light and showing some love to Chicago. I really do. It's been a while since we've been been able to say this uh, and, and really feel positive about it throughout the season, uh, throughout the city, rather. Right. But let's be honest, man, like it's that's a. That's a huge leap to go from where we were to that. By the way, MVP candidate, who were the candidates for last year? What Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Josh Allen, yep, Josh Allen. Was he really there? Was Josh Allen really? Josh Allen candidate? was in there pretty much. Uh, jo- the Josh, Josh, Josh kind of lost it there. at the end of the season, but for the most part, he was in there. I think the thing with with what the thing to me, right, is that. You have to also take into account what the Chicago Bears season is going to be. Realistically, right, when you're talking about an MVP season, you have to ask yourself, first off, do you think Justin Fields is going to go from 175 passing yards a game to 310? I don't. I don't believe that. I think that he'll be around 220, 230 passing yards a game. He'll probably get to a point where he's probably about 50 to 60 rushing yards a game which still is a little too much for my blood, if I'm being 100% honest. That's a lot of freaking rushing yards. But I think that that's kind of right the range where we'll end up seeing him, see him being because I think there still will be some need for his legs, some need for some rushing ability on this team. Um, but realistically, right, if, if you're big on Justin Fields possibly being an MVP candidate, you're talking about, him being around Lamar Jackson range. Lamar Jackson, his MVP season, had 3,100 passing yards. Now, he still had 1,200 rushing yards. I hope we're not there. But he had 3,100 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, only six interceptions. Only six of those, or seven of those touchdowns were rushing touchdowns. So basically 29 passing touchdowns, six interceptions. And he did that in 15 games. Had a heck of a season. I'm I'm not begrudging the the statement that he can win MVP, but it has to be tied to something very important. Lamar Jackson only lost two games that season. 
Talk to me. Wins Talk to is me. what we need to be looking at, what we need Talk to be talking to about. If you believe that this Bears team is going to win 14 games this season, then yes, Justin Fields can be an MVP. But I will tell you this right now. Justin Fields will not be an MVP candidate with seven to nine wins. Ten win season, okay, he's on the cusp. A 10-win season, I could see him being on the cusp. Unless he's, com- unless he's coming out right and he's finishing games. Like, we have a 7-win season, but he's throwing like 350 yards a game. And adding another 50 rushing yards. Like, you're talking about astronomical numbers at that point. The funny thing is, and oh. Steph gives me so much, uh, like, flack for this. Because I, I, I use and I hate on Lamar Jackson so much in, in his opinion. Hey, listen. He also got his back. He also got his back. He also got his back. He got his bag. It wasn't well, what he wanted, but he got his bag. Right? It wasn't what was reported either, but he got his bag. It was kind of closer to what they off- already offered him, but he got his bag. Anyway. Got his bag. Uh, without the agent, but you know. Hey, wh- oh, listen. Without the agent, sure. I bet you won't try that again, though. Anyway. Here's the thing, and here's why I say – Lamar Jackson, I bring him up a lot with Je- uh, with Justin Fields. Yeah. It's because Justin Fields is not thrown for that many yards. So who's the closest MVP of the last four or five years that didn't throw for a whole lot of yards but actually got to, to that point and got to that precipice where they won MVP? It's Lamar Jackson. We, we actually broke Lamar this Jack- down. There's, there's two that really have done it. Both Lamar Jackson did it, uh, and then Steve McNair in 2003 had 3,200 passing yards. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. If we look at the last, the MVPs also, of the lot last of wins. 10, <laughs> a lot of wins. A lot of wins. If you look at the MVPs of the last five, six years, most of them threw for way more yards. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you got to really understand. I'm really comparing them to the only person who's done it the way that I can envision him doing it, using his legs as much, because I still think that that's going to be there, and being able to throw maybe 200 to 250 yards a game. Lamar Jackson, MVP season, he threw for 200 and, and, and was it eight? 208 yards a game. Basically. Yeah. On average. That's what it breaks down mm-hmm. to, 208 yards a game on average. Here's, the thing, on. Though, I, I, I here's think... the thing I will say, though, uh, and, and, and I'll, I'll get uh, Ringo's opinion on this. Do we expect Justin Fields to be the player he was last season? No. We the, type of court, the type of quarterback that he was last season. No, you, you gotta ask. You gotta. You gotta ask me that like a couple games in. I don't know. No, you. I mean, no, but you can. You can see that on paper, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you. You can see that on paper with 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 the weapons that they brought in. We. we I mean, and we already know that 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 uh, Khalil Herbert is a capable backup. Uh, everybody's been raving about Roshan John, Roshan Johnson since he's came to camp. Uh, camp. The the one thing that Pat uh, did say is that when when Roshan was at Texas, they said that. He wasn't Bijan. Bijan's running back. He went. He went with uh, Bijan, with uh, which, which is something that I feel like we got to take into account. I think that um, kid, kid is absolutely right in the in the stuff that he says about comparing him uh, close to Lamar Jackson season. But the one thing that um, I feel like Justin won't have the reason why, um, like, like like he won't get MVP, but I feel like he'll be a candidate is the legs element because the running back system. Um, will be will be so much better with Ro, with uh, Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert that he won't actually need to do that. Yeah, with, I, with, which I, I I think I I think that's my biggest point to it. Right, I and and that's that's really 
my my view on this. And by the way, 50, 52 people in here, 13 likes. Hit that like button, man. Let's get 52 likes on this video right now. Hit that button for us, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love. Um, here's here's my here's my realistic <laughs> thoughts on this. I don't want Justin Fields to be anything like the quarterback that we saw last season. I don't want I don't want Justin Fields to be anything like the quarterback that we saw last season, realistically. Because the quarterback that we saw last season was not the Justin Fields that we drafted. The hope is that with a better a better offensive line to protect, with a as we're welcoming in the super producer Joel Holt into the building. Hey, fellas. by the way, shout hey, out to him. Joe, what's going on, man? Hey, boys. How hey, why, why 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 Joe look like on? he why Joe look like he he realized his lips was ashy when he first got on and immediately threw some Vaseline on. They <laughs> do. He jumped up in it. Right, like it felt like he was like he was like, oh my mic's messed up. Hey, baby, can you go get me the Vaseline real quick? I, I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Pat is like trying to push this uh, chapstick. Sponsorship Chapstick sponsorship oh, brought to you by the super producer Joel Holt. <laughs> Actually, no, I got. Uh, if your lips are wrong, help the super my producer. My sweetie pie right. just came home. She just came home. That's all that was. You can take that so many justice. different ways on this channel, Joe. Don't do that to yourself. so good. With, with friends like you, who needs enemies? Hey, man. Uh, but no, I, I think that I think that realistically, right? Like when you're when you're talking about what you want to see from Justin Fields coming into this season, you want to see the Justin Fields that we saw in college. You want to see the guy that was dropping back, able to deliver the football, able to deliver deep shots. That's why you go out and you get Tyler Scott. Hopefully, Valus Jones is able to have a, a bounce back season. We'll see what that ends up being. Uh, that's why you have Darnell Mooney for the underneath. That's why you have Cole Komet for the underneath. Hopefully seeing him be able to take those underneath routes more often as well. And then now you got DJ Moore to be your number one option at the wide receiver position, along with Chase Claypool to give you a big body. He has options. I need to see a passer this season. I should not see Justin Fields with the Smush Parker Kobe mentality of you not getting the ball because you suck. Hey, Pat, oh, I was looking back. this up. Can you guys hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah you I was looking this up. So based off what everybody's talking about, this leap, um, Josh Allen had, what, 4,500 yards passing? Yeah. And his that's in the third year. That number three had, season, yeah. Right. And then Jalen Hurts having his third year last year, he was about 3,500 yards passing. So whatever we're expecting to see, I think to your point, this is the most balanced receiving core I think we've ever had yeah. for a Bears offense and, and and him learning this system in the second year, we should see a good year. Uh, and the fact that he could single-handedly probably win three to four games himself, I'm not going to sit there and say MVP, MVP, but he's definitely going to make himself a very – he's a formidable uh, quarterback this year. I, I, think, I, I think the thing that's missing out of, out of everybody that you just mentioned, right, uh, it's, it's like because me and Pat agree on this. Lamar Jackson, I mean J, J, J.K. Dobbins is cool. Didn't 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 really have a backup, so yeah. so they so they had to utilize Lamar. Josh Allen run game. Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's Allen got a nice run J game. Yeah. He's he's got J he's got a few J options there. J hey, he's J got hey, a few J options. Josh Allen, Josh Allen is a run game. Um, <laughs> right, um, he is a run J game, and hey, he's got right. options to run. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Jalen Hurts, I mean, Mal Miles Sanders was cool, but, I mean, if correct me if I'm wrong, he had over 10-plus rushing touchdowns by himself. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I mean, like I said, like, 
I think that they sleep on this run uh, um on this running back duo and Justin can really make that a trio. Yeah. Um I mean we got so many running backs in the backfield. It really is a man, trio right now. Yeah, le- legit, it legit is crazy. I I and 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 this is not me hating on Justin. I, yeah. I think that he's going to have a phenomenal season. But I mean I, I think that the legs element is going is going to be missed, but the, those are good things because later on you see all of those quarterbacks, right? I mean, even even Jalen, he got he got hurt in the Bears game. Uh, uh, Josh Josh Allen hurt his elbow. Lamar Jackson, Kia like bringing this up. He 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 missed like uh, what was it eight, eight games in like two seasons. So I'm, I mean, it's like he won't he won't really need to use his legs. The 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 funny thing about that is right. Every everybody always talks about. I'm, I'm, I'm I was just giving you a, every everyone always talks about. Everybody always talks about Lamar getting hurt as if Lamar got hurt running. Lamar got hurt in the pocket every time. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like like he got he got he, he got landed on in the pocket every time. Hey hey pocket. Hey, if, what, if, if that's what, what you want to call. What's my thing? What's always the thing? Okay, we got hurt. You ain't available. Air it out. But yeah, I hey, say air it out. You know what? You got some things. Difference. But see, I like. The whole point is that are they scheming around this guy's talent? It's not so much that we need him Thank to you. stay in the pocket. It's will they design better rollout plays? The game we saw against the Patriots last year, I think, is kind of what we're going to see. That type of offense, hopefully with a better defense, that's the kind of balanced, dangerous offense that we probably could have. Yeah. So, you know, when I look at what Lamar Jackson and them did, they took he's a limited passer. Yeah. But they schemed something for his skill set. Uh, Josh Allen. Now, I—that's a guy that made himself better because he—I honestly would have yeah, rolled him they off. Helped he, him. Yeah, no, they no, he him came in. Brian Dable. Listen, he came lie. in. He came in with a fifty-eight percent completion percentage coming out of college. That t- that barometer for so many years was very indicative of how good a quarterback was going to be when they got to the pros. So you had to at least be sixty percent to complete uh, completion. So, like, for him to come out, it was like, oh, he's not going to even pan out. And he willed himself to be a much better quarterback. But they also had limited options. Like, we have way better options for Justin Fields than I've seen in a long time. I got to add this to it, though. Um, One, we have to understand that this is not just on Justin and his ability to throw. It's also what the game plan is and how a coach goes about really, you know, what he implements in in, in this scheme for this year. Uh, no matter what we say, if the game plan is to have uh, be a run first uh, offense or to have a dominant run game, those type of QBs don't get those nods, no matter how good they are, because you will always say that your run game carried them. Uh, in this sense, I look at some of the people that we've compared them to with some of the people we're hoping that he can be, you know, make that leap with. And I look at the attempts. If the, if the game plan doesn't call for Justin to throw that much, then he's not going to be in these conversations simply because he's not going to have the opportunity. You look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts took 460 attempts last season to be in that conversation to get 3,700 yards. Yeah. Justin took 318. You look at uh, uh, Josh Allen, who I think is, again, the best comparison, same size, similar build, kind of runs, a, you know, uses his wheels. Uh, that man threw for nearly 600, 600 attempts, yeah, yeah. Uh, 567 attempts. He completed more passes than Justin attempted. Like yeah. it, that, But they're a pass-first offense, right? They have a run game, but they're a pass-first offense. They you can go look, you're game. looking at uh, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers even did that. The only person I can really compare him to who even got close, who won MVP and had the same, close to the same amount of attempts, 
was Lamar Jackson. And look at what you said. Look at the game plan. Did they scheme around him and stuff like that? But even still, like, Lamar let's be honest. Lamar had a lot of passing touchdowns, too. Like, he had a lot of passing he touchdowns. Of short he still passes, had 20, 29 passing touchdowns. Short, short passes, though. Like, like really close. Like, we don't I mean, give, yeah, he gets like, him, we he don't gets really acknowledge into, that. He, he has some deep shots, too. But he he does more times than not use his legs to get you in a position. Which, but here's it's a, very Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, and I, I just it's, hope that Dan... It's, it's what you it's what you want from your quarterback, right? Like, here's the thing. We can't sit here and say, I don't want my quarterback to run it all anymore because realistically, that's how Patrick Mahomes is, is a, a two-time Super Bowl champ right now because if he doesn't make that run for, what, 15, 18 yards on the sideline, it might it have been 13, 13, whatever it is, right? right. Like, if he doesn't make yeah. that run at that point, they don't win the Super Bowl. We're sitting here talking about the Philadelphia Eagles winning another Super Bowl or winning the winning the Super Bowl. Oh, winning another one. They, yeah. they did win one under um, – uh, what was it Arthur that's, Smith is the owner there? I think or the GM there? No, that's uh, Arthur Smith. Arthur, is, or is that uh, Atlanta? Is that Atlanta? I feel like that's Blank Atlanta. Man. Arthur Blank is the owner of it. I do have to show love to Don Burke. He came in in full effect, and this is the one thing I will say: Don Burke is absolutely correct about this. Justin Fields has to be better than Jerry Goff. Justin Fields hasn't had the opportunity Justin to be better. Justin Fields just got to win Goff more than Jerry Goff. We we've looked at we've looked at quarterbacks in a season and said he's not better than him, but we'll say he did more to win win the game. That's realistically all it would, I, I still, all it would have to do. I still say this: uh, Jared Goff completed sixty five percent of his passes last season, and he threw for he threw for he made uh had over five hundred attempts, uh, which they, he completed sixty five percent of. Well, they, they had a, they had a winning record. His, and they, they had a winning but the, but the thing that was the defense, too, though. though. That D, that, that, I, I, I'm not, I don't defend Detroit for anything. Like, I hate Detroit. Detroit is trash. It's a municipality. It's not a city. Um, and y'all know hey, this. Hey, wait. I'm listening to the um, uh, the press conference not too long ago. Yeah. And Don Burr's on there, and oh, they're like they going in on Don Burr. They hate Don Burr. Don Burr. I got hey, to meet this guy. He, hey, like, he was like, Don Burr, you suck. Hey, Get out of here, Don hey, Burr. Don came in last year uh, one day with Don Burr 2.0, and I was like, why are you in here with this burner account? And he was like, they blocked me on everything else. <laughs> So he made another one. I love but, him. He's a guy living troll. He, he's a guy living troll. But does he live in Chicago? No, he's, like, he's in Detroit. He's from why Detroit. Why does he troll Bears? I don't know. I love it, though. I love it, though. Here's here's what I will hey, say. But though. he's not wrong, though. He's no, not here, wrong, here's, though. Here's, here's what I will say, though. Scheme doesn't always lead to um, – Scheme doesn't always lead to production, Right. The opportunity for something to happen doesn't mean that that's how the play is going to out. The outcome of the play is going to be. What I mean is this: Lou Getzey said this in a press conference yesterday. A third of Justin Fields' runs last season were designed pass plays that broke down. That's fifty-three plays. Fifty-three plays last season were designed pass plays that broke down, and Justin had to turn that into something. This season, that means 53 possible more attempts. Or, excuse me, even more possibly, right, if you have a a second year in the system, second year in this offense, you feel a lot better about him actually delivering the football, right? But that that means that uh, out of 160 rush attempts last year, Justin Fields could have passed 53 more times. That's that's opportunities to gain those yards, get those passing attempts. Now you're talking about him having what 365 passing attempts. That's a normal season for a quarterback. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Now we're now we're talking about an actual quarterback season. So I think the the point that I'm making is the Justin Fields we want to see coming into this year 
it should be nothing like the Justin Fields last year, but it's also based on the opportunity that the players afford him. This season, I think that he'll have more opportunity to stand back there and actually play the quarterback position because while I don't know the health of everybody on paper right now, Braxton Jones, Cody Whitehair, Tevin Jenkins, Nate Davis, and uh, Darnell Wright looks a heck of a lot better than seeing Larry Borum at three spots on the uh, on the depth chart. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> little old Michael Schofield out here, Mister Mister Riley Reef out here. You know what I mean? Like we, like you had you had hope. No, the reality was it was a wait and see approach. This wasn't. They figured, let's see what we have. Maybe we're an eight and eight type of team. We'll see what the what, what Fields is about. Who? What pieces do we have to you know to to barter and trade with? So to me, they they got about halfway through the season. They saw what was going on. Okay, this. I know who we can build around. Yeah. We have at least identified at least I mean, five to ten people, and then we can build from there. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing about that though is I mean I mean like this like halfway through last season and th- this entire off season, like Paul just said the course. I mean he even said it in the exit meeting like yo like Justin already showed with his legs yeah. that he's like the elite of the elite like if he would have played the last game he probably would have broke lamar jackson's he would have uh, broke lamar's right right he, he, by he running for his life, yes. Yeah, he he would have broken by running for his life. He was <laughs> like, yo, now we got to actually sit here and get this dual weapons. So now he's actually done that. So they're, they're taking steps in the right direction. Yeah. Do I think that he could be the MVP? No. Could he be a candidate? Yeah. Well, well it appears that they win. Who, who cares? I mean, that's all we want is consistent. Yeah. I don't care that win. Here's, like, here's like, I'm gonna change my can here's, I change something here, here's, here's, here's what I'll here's what I'll say about it all, right? If Chicago's winning, somebody's gonna be in the MVP race. Yeah. Like it Thanks. doesn't matter. Like it's Chicago. DeMar DeRosa was an MVP two seasons ago. <laughs> right? For right. like for like half a season, yeah. we were like, could DeMar win the MVP? And me and Kid are like, are we asking this? Like really? <laughs> like, what are we <laughs> doing right now? I mean, but what's the point? The point is like we get to a point where we First of all, for the first time in, in a long time, we yeah. have an offensive identity. Am I gonna have to die? No, just- <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of how it feels. Am I like, gonna have we, to die for the Bears we, to have an offense? Right. So now you have what's up, Hayes? They have something set up on both sides of the field. We know the cover two. Yeah. We know the Tampa two defense. Yep. Like we know that. Like we're familiar. Like we could all we understand the under tackle, the nose tackle. We understand all of that stuff. And now to finally get a scheme, yeah. and then we got a quarterback in year two of this. Like, what continuity have we had from the from the offensive side that we're able to at least be excited for? I mean, uh, excited my, is a key word. I was like, we had continuity; it just was terrible. It was terrible continuity. Matt Nagy was here long enough to, to implement his system. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to give more credit to Pat, and I, I know he he probably did it because he was comparing the size and stature of the QBs. But if you really look at Josh Allen's career. It's a heck of a take because Josh Allen, year two, 3,000 yards. Yeah. Had, they had a winning record, good team, good running. I think they had a good running core. I would say they did, but, I mean, that's just me being outside in, and this is years ago. I don't really remember those games. Uh, but you look at nice year run. three. I don't know if they had a core. They had a nice running. Who was they back yeah. that year? It was they had Singletary, um, and they had uh, was, uh, no, they, they, had, no, they yeah. had a nice core actually. No, no they, had, they had Singletary, and they had Breida. Singletary, no, they had Singletary, uh, Breida, and who was the number had, one? They had Frank Gore. 
Frank. Oh, no, no, they had another guy. Uh, yeah, nah, because then into well, I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole, but don't I, bring I, up Matt. There's another guy. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. But I, one I, time, but the reason I'm, I'm bringing it up is, didn't yeah, it, the reason I'm bringing that up is realistically is if you look at what changed for Josh Allen, he got a good receiver. The year he got Stephon Diggs, yeah. he has a hundred more. Uh, he has a hundred more attempts. Yeah. He cracks 4,500 yards. Yeah. Before then, he was that's a 1,500 yard gap. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the fact that we got a good receiving core room for Justin now adds so much opportunity for him to take this leap. So now that I really look at it, and I probably, like again, Pat mentioned Josh Allen. I didn't uh, necessarily hear Josh Allen's name come up in Dan Olavsky's take, uh, but to just relate it to someone of recent history with the new offensive line and uh, receivers, this is actually possible like josh allen was a pro bowl now he didn't win mvp that year but i mean you gotta think of it man. he went 4500 yards he had a nice i'm happy hey, with hey, 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 hey listen hey listen the reason he didn't win mvp that year is because i'm pretty sure yeah, pat mahomes threw 5,000 yards yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> a little technicality <laughs> really tough competition can you imagine throwing 4,500 yards what was it? it was like 36 touchdowns 11 interceptions or 8 interceptions something like that like something crazy hey, and you lose freakish because stat line, some bro. dude is out here with 5,000 passing yards well, this, I mean, man, yeah, this man I had 4,500 was... yards 37 touchdowns 10 INTs a completion rate of 69% nice they won 13 games it was 13 and sitting it nice. 13 and three. This dude had a monster season. Didn't win MVP. Yeah, well. I, I mean, the thing is, he, he Mahomes won it with he, no tackles. Yeah, I, I think he accounted for it with 6,000 total yards, I believe, or something close to it. Who, Mahomes? Yeah. I don't well, know. I mean, Mahomes. 1,000 yards. Again, rushing. now Mahomes yeah. comes into a situation, a number one team, established running game. Hall of Fame tight end, good old offensive line, and they actually had a good defense at that time because they were basically playing the manager game with Alex Smith when he was there. Yeah. And then, you know, they're like, we could just basically hand this right off to him. Yeah. And so they've kind of are trying to build. This is a very balanced team that we're building right now. Yes. And it looks good. I'm, I'm, I don't know how strong our linebackers are, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, Tremaine, it was a Tremaine Edmonds yeah. and, and all of them to see that, that those three. The cornerbacks, I'm excited about. This D-line, D we still got gaps on that. But this offense, two tight ends, two decent tight ends. Yeah. And if this line really holds, it's like, wow, it's actually going to be very scary. And I do – oh, is, well, do we – I don't want to pivot yet because I, I do wonder if we got a steal in this draft. Hey, with, uh, let's pivot. Let's pivot let's real pivot. quick. But I just got to make this because we got to put some respect on this man's name. Like you were right, Patrick Mahomes was doing the thing. Uh, 4,700 yards, 38 touchdowns, six INTs. <laughs> My man was out. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> My man hey, was going listen, nuts. Here's, here's the I think Patrick point. Mahomes hates Josh Allen, for Dog, real. Here's, like, here's, it's like every time Josh Allen says a good season, Patrick Mahomes is like, hey, here's one for you. Here's, <laughs> like, here's that's the, like the older brother. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's doing better than me. Here's the here's the <laughs> tough part about it, right? And it's not it's not tough. It's that just fair. it's so quickly changing so many people's minds. You know how good you have to be to change somebody as old as Joel's mind. <laughs> Josh Allen, I'm sorry, not Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes is quickly becoming the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen. He's on his way. Oh, he has 192 touchdowns already. He's on his way. Fam, I'm not saying he's 192 touchdowns. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he's there yet. 
But we've never. We, I'll say this: we've never seen a start to a football career like this. Yeah, but I'm saying this. Never. This Mahomes, this, if he doesn't get seven championships, but he gets five, is he better than Tom? Because we yeah. know Tom. Tom didn't win all those championships. By you himself. don't need. Well, it de- see, here's the thing, though. It depends. It depends on the second half of the career, right? Because for Tom, the first half of the career was boom, boom. He's he comes in, he's winning, he was a and then there was a gap. He it was he was a manager. What was, that? was, that, was, that, was that ten, 10 years, years between it championships? It was almost ten years. It was almost ten years between championships, and then and then he comes back and he starts winning again, winning again, winning but again. You know right? what? That's a good point. Now check it. He goes bananas. Yeah. When he gets Randy Moss, that's also him mastering the offense that was probably tailored for him. Yeah. Because he was he was a manager. Dink and dunk, get it down the field. And then what Adam Vinatieri, what what, huh? what what in dunk, dink and dunk. Ah, oh, okay. Just had to be sure. Not saying anything new. Just had to be sure. Dink. Yes, we're children. Joel, laugh. <laughs> you guys are so mature. You're no, so we're mature. Not. We're not. You're so <laughs> mature. Yeah. Uh, anyways, dink and dunk down the field Thank and you. then hand it off. You had to get in the mic for that, huh? Yeah, you you had to yell into the mic for that. Forget it, guys. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. No, I just think that he there was a maturation <laughs> process of him being more of a game manager, and then by the time he really mastered him, what fourth? What was it? Oh seven, oh eight? When yeah. he got uh, Randy Moss. So from two thousand, so he really had it. I can't be sick of these guys. They're like my little brothers. You know? Can I, can I just brothers. say this though? What's up? He may have been legitimately the he's like legitimately the Michael Jordan of football. If you really look at it, like his if his career ended today, he's already in a goat conversation. Yeah, but the 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 thing with Michael Jordan was that was ten years into his career. This is Pat Mahomes year one, two, three, four, and five. <laughs> year one, <laughs> year one, he was year one, he was in the AFC title game. Yeah, right. like year, year two, two, Larry year- Bird, Larry Bird called him God in disguise. Yeah, they didn't win. Yeah, they well, that didn't was win. talent. Hey, listen, Mike didn't have hey, the talent around they, him. Hey, he was God in disguise out the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just feeling like without, without a ring though, you already consider they already considered him one of the greatest that ever touched the ball. Like, he wasn't that's, a that's goat, what I'm though. talking about. He couldn't. Him. He didn't become a goat till he won three. Yeah, the three peat. He had to stand above yeah. Magic Larry. Yeah, the yeah, point yeah. is, does Mahomes? It's very hard. Football's different. Because I don't like it's how they very try to. Different. If, if you, it can't. It's hard to. If the left tackle doesn't block for you, you're not getting yeah. anywhere. Like basketball, yeah. you can will yourself. Check to out. I, I've I've dropped this a couple of times. Check out uh, Tom Waddle's breakdown. I believe he was on two weeks ago. Um, two weeks ago, last week. He was on last week. I want to say Thursday or Friday. Um, check out his breakdown of what it takes to complete a five yard pass. <laughs> I believe a five yard pass. I can believe. He said, yeah. hey, he broke it down with teams that he's on, right? So he's like, uh, well, if uh, if Harbaugh doesn't drop you back. You don't have to go through it now. We we totally get it, dog. You just said that so many times. It's your favorite clip. Like, it's so hey, much your favorite clip. I, I know what you're going to say. I'm, 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 but here's, the, but here's the thing. The reason it's my favorite clip is because, like, when people sit here and break down football and, and they're sitting in these positions that we're sitting in here. And while, listen, I, I'm all for everybody having an opinion. Every, yeah, we, some people sound stupid. A lot of people sound stupid. They watch the games. <laughs> a lot of people they sound watch the stupid. games. Listen, here's the thing: I we watch the games, right? But we don't watch the games how they watch the games, right? So right. we're we're sitting there, we're like, you should be able to make that pass. We don't we don't talk about the fact that the guard didn't pull. Yeah, 
We don't talk about the fact that the running back did, missed his block. We don't talk about the fact that the receiver didn't get off of the line quick enough. We don't talk about, right, like there's so much that goes into five yards, and now you got to get a hundred. Yep. <laughs> you got to get down you know, the field. You, hey, man, let's you, make some money out here, man. We got to pay some bills real quick. And then we got to get into I do like that Joe brought up the shift. I said shift, S-H-I-F-T. <laughs> I said shift. I like that he brought up the shift because um, – I, I, I really believe that uh, we might have we might have a prospect who could be the steal of this draft, and it may not be the person that uh, you're thinking of. But first, hold on, let, let's put kid full screen out here real quick. Kid, 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 always keeping that. You, you got the jacket on. You ain't got the yeah, jacket today, on today. Dog. Oh, dang! He let us down. Kid always hot got today, the fuck on that mug. Hey, hey, listen. It was if, hot. <laughs> if you're if you are a fan of any sports team, right? That's why you're here anyway. And you're looking for high-quality merch to wear to watch the Bears and or Bulls. Goat Coat has you covered. Here's the thing about Goat Coat, though. It is stylish wear that is very concealing on the fandom. That's because they put the jersey inside of the bomber jacket, sewn into the bomber jacket. It is a perfect jacket. If you want to go to a nice dinner before the game and or after the game, and maybe you don't want to be out there looking like the fanatic with the face paint and the full jersey and the bear claws on the hand. Keep the bear claws in you. Never mind. But anyway, if you are into your favorite teams and you want to show your support, make sure you show your support with Goat Coats because Goat Coat is the only merch that is keeping it very stylish, very sleek, and very concealed for those interesting moments. Here's the thing. You can get any player on any team, at any time, into the jacket. And for a limited time, you can also get a discount with the promo code Windy City. Or if you buy two or more items, you can get 15% off of the promo code Windy City 2. Make sure to be checking that out over at GoatCoast.com. Check the description below for the link to the merch. Y'all stay safe out there. All right, boys. As we're keeping this thing moving along. A very interesting player has popped up as a leader in this rookie minicamp. Not only the fact that he's a leader, but also the fact that he's a really, really good player. Ringo brought his name up, talking about Roshan Johnson. The fact that he was not viewed as the backup to B. John Robinson who Joel said we should take ninth overall. I mean, it, it, it was close. They got a Texas runner. I got out. In the fourth round. <laughs> no, now you got what you wanted. In the fourth I got round. What I we, wanted. we got we no, got, no, we got, no, got no, what we wanted. Hey, the best hey, of both hey. worlds. We got the best of both worlds. I wanted a playmaker. I wanted that, that dynamic playmaker. He he gives me like Larry Johnson vibes. Like he a big dude. Well, he's six Grandmama? No, like Larry Johnson from Kansas. I'm old. Larry Johnson, Kansas City. Like oh. them type of vibes. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, he give you grandma my vibes. Like, what's you going young, on here? You youngins, <laughs> god dang it! No, nah, but it, here, here's the thing, right? Roshan Johnson is quickly becoming a a big name around uh, uh, the Chicago Bears organization. A lot of people love them. A lot of people are are very big in what he's able to do. I have a very very serious take on this guy. I believe that he'll be our starting running back by week five. 
I think that he does everything that every other running back you have in that room does. I think that he is a really good runner. I think he's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. I think that he's a good blocker. Hey, Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman, Travis Homer. He's just not a – I don't think he's a home run hitter, though. I mean, I, I, what's, what, what was his 40 time? I think he has to be. Four or five. He don't, he don't got to be. They I got, think he's. They, I think they he's. Got, they got Khalil. Right. He yeah, can. He, got, he can get like you the big yards. Four, then, I like then, how we say four or five. Like uh, like four or five is slow. <laughs> I mean, when you got four twos and four threes showing up, it, yeah, you got linebackers hitting <laughs> four four. I mean, it makes a difference. I think. I think here's the thing. He's a, he's a hard style running. Uh, uh, hard style running back. He's a guy that's going to be in the backfield and be able to actually hold up with Justin Fields. I think that uh, the fact that he's going to be able to pass block is going to be really instrumental to getting himself on the field. And I mm -hmm. also believe that um, the the fact that he has that leadership quality that's already being talked about. Like, here's, here's how they keep talking about him. They're like, Roshan's amazing. He's he's really taking the lead on this. He's making these things happen. He's doing this in a practice. Oh, yeah, he can run the football, too. <laughs> Why can't he start week one? They got all mini camp. They got training camp. They got all that stuff. I say this. Larry Johnson's career, I, think, I have I think to go they're back gonna and look give, at it. If he turns think, out to be like him, good job. I think I think they're going to give um, Khalil the opportunity to win that job, right? Like I, I'm I'm assuming Khalil heard all season he can't pass block. So the thing is, right, with Khalil's actual speed, if Khalil can come back and be a little bit better of a pass blocker, you would rather yes. have the faster back in the backfield. No, he it's probably look if we could create Earth, Wind, and Fire, I would love that to protect Fields with a true running game like that. I mean. If we're looking at the the blueprint yep. is San Francisco and 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 kind of Green Bay, where they had three running back mo monsters there, where you know yeah, but now one of your running backs is a wide receiver in San Francisco. I just dude, come on, will you work with me? Jesus, Christ. <laughs> all I'm saying is <laughs> they were they, no, but before they got him, they no, still they had, had Elijah. Who they had Elijah Mitchell? They, 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 mm -hmm. had they had Elijah Mitchell Price. They had like three or four guys, and yeah, they nah, kept just I, getting hurt. Hey, that was was that, well, that's that's oh, no, I didn't that's even really count Debo. That's really what it was. They did. They dudes just kept getting hurt, and they was like, "Get another one off the practice yeah, they, squad." But they kept they kept churning out. Like if you could have all of them healthy, they had a serious, nice running back room. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, Roshan, Roshan he looks was a like, four five eight. He was a four five eight. Yeah, I that's, thought it was close. Yeah, it's closer to this four six. That I was leaning I, that way, but yeah. yes, that's what I'm saying. He he could probably and he might get faster because now he's a full time athlete, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think people be going all out on those forties. I don't I don't use that as a barometer anymore. Right, because you know what? You're right. Is there's game speed versus being like pad speed where you're. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Fuck. With, with in shorts versus playing in the game. Yeah, because yeah, they, they always they always say you really don't know what people really got into until it's time for pads. So, well, who's yeah. the? There, didn't we get another? Uh, we got. Oh no, it was Tyler Scott, right? Where um, his uh, his his unofficial time is like four two nine, but his <laughs> official time yeah. is like four three two. And I'm like, still okay. fast. Yeah, still fast. Either way, I'm like. So, uh, yeah, I'm like Still that, still that. Khalil still Herbert that. was four or five. But Khalil, see, Khalil, it, it Herbert, Khalil Herbert it, has increased but, his speed but, in the NFL. Khalil though. Herbert got games. Yeah, he's he's though. he's increased his speed in. But the Johnson NFL. might be too. I mean, I'm excited. That, look, I I called it. I wanted a safety. We got my safety. I said I want my playmaker. And if if Roshan ends up being that guy, I mean, I wanted Bijan. I, I really did. But it's all good. What we. I'm happy to see where we are with this. And we can have a nice running back room. I mean, this is – I mean, shout out to Poles, man. This is just some good drafting so far. So far, preseason, we're all kind of getting ready for the season. Yeah. But this looks good in two, two years. Yeah, look at the savviness of it. Like you said, he you you didn't get Bijan at eight, right? You, we didn't reach to get him that early, which was good because we needed protection. We got protection from Justin. Great. You then use one of your later picks to get someone in that same system and comparable to Bijan in some so many ways. I mean, like it's really sad. Like he hit on all cylinders, man. So that's I have to give him credit where credit is due because that right there was amazing. Once I really did the research and understood who we got, you know, lean off in that fourth, man. It's it's a it's a masterclass in how to draft, and so I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I thought I thought he did it. Oh, go ahead, Ringo. Go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, no, nah, I was just gonna say like. Cause um I I, th- I think the whole night everybody was just talking about like oh are they, are they gonna make the sexy pick are they gonna make the sexy pick I feel like he's literally doing that with every single position to the point where it's like okay y'all saying we need this but I'm gonna go ahead and get the get like he's not he's not the same guy he's just above that just a little bit more slept on and if we just develop him a little bit like the, these 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 guys can be. Um, not 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 possibly top of the line guys, but people that can that uh, can contribute. I I loved the interview last week with um uh that 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 Pat did last week on ESPN with uh Tommy mm-hmm. Tommy Harris. Yeah, yeah, t- Tommy Harris, which was which was hilarious. By what uh by the way, he was talking about uh, the the two gap system and how that uh some of these guys are gonna fit right in because they they played that same thing in co- uh they played that same system in college. So I think that absolutely, he he doesn't got the top of the line guys, but he's definitely got those slept on guys that definitely can contribute. Probably not day one, but can contribute later on down the season. Plus, if, you, like get Smitty, fired, if you get fired at Walmart, I like Smitty's. <laughs> I like Smitty's point about like you know Barry Sanders playing behind Thurman Thomas. Like, yeah. there's tons of cases of of guys that are like they're just loaded with talent. And yeah. so if if Roshan ends up being that guy, like oh my goodness, to get us a starting a, a starter run. Well, you thought we this is nothing new that we've yeah, gotten we find running, backs. running backs in the fourth and fifth <laughs> round. Another, are you are you telling me that we can find running backs, Joe? 
Is that? Oh, I got my new. Come here, baby. You want to go? Oh, look at oh, that. Oh, we got Aww. the. Oh, grand that. baby on the stream. Come on, baby. Oh, now you want to be shy? Come on. You want to go? Come here. That's all right. Don't worry about it. She said, I don't so, know you, strange man. <laughs> <laughs> so, to me, um, Joel's old, well, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Uh, grand baby's point? on the street. Talent, everything coming no, through. You know, if I if I may do this, because uh, I know not. we can only spend so much time. But, but, but thank you so much. But by the way, shout out to uh, make sure that you all go look at the uh, Tommy Harris interview over on the Chicago Bears podcast. Your boy Patrick Design over there Chicago doing Bears. the big things. Yeah, voice of Chicago Bears right there. Man, I love I love Pat what my boy is doing the right designer. there. Pat the designer. I love that little intro right there. Right. And uh, now the third quarter, the first quarter through the fourth quarter stuff is cold. I ain't, I ain't gonna bro. lie. That, that's all. Stuff. I like it. I like it. Hey, listen, boys. Hey, listen. I I know how to create sponsorship opportunities to sell. There you go. There you go. I want to address this real quick, if you all don't mind, because I mean, I know we this read the second half, and we're kind of already talking about talking about it. There's a lot of smoke also about this that's been in recent media. Little rumors, Twitter. I've heard it online. I forgot exactly what the talking hit, who the talking hit was. Um, now this could be both a good comment or a bad comment. Mm-hmm. When you see this, how do you take it? And for those who can't see this, those who may be listening on a podcast form, uh, this is a, a comment that says, "Passing on Carter told me everything I needed to know about polls." Shout out Robert uh, Diaz. Talk, uh, shout out to Robert Diaz. And so, looking at that, how do you all feel about that? Well, I've uh, so so it, it was. To to me, it's been I, I share the same sentiments that I that I did when he first got drafted because I, I legit turned over to you and said I, I feel like the reason why he he didn't take him is because either either he seen somebody else which they, they feel like they have or or he's just t- or, or he's just totally not so and it it could be it could be one of the two but um. I was, but like I said, that development aspect of it that I feel like uh, Iberflus is going to bring to it is going to help them out. And I, I feel like e- even then, a shout out to the Eagles for getting them because okay, they feel like he's got some issues. And it's like, and it's like I told you and Joel uh, before when we were at uh, the Hall of Justice. Um, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I told you uh, they, they got the vets. They got they got the vets. We all definitely look like a, like some superheroes on here because I'm definitely in the back cave. He definitely looks like he can be Superman right there. Pat is absolutely the Flash over here if you really look at it, like over there. And I think Stefan Adam might be uh, what's my man, Green Lantern. Steph, I can see Stefan Adam Steph, being Steph, Green Lantern. Steph is the underminer from uh, The Incredibles, right? Hold on, bro. Hey, hey, ho- hey, I don't like that though. I don't like that though. Bro, bro got like, bro got like, all right, all right. We are the underminer. Okay. We are here to dig out okay. the for hey, you. Whoa, okay. he's here to do what? Okay, he's here to do what? What is he here to do, Joe? Oh, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. We got to get this back on the rails here. Get this back on the rails here. What? Hey, Joe, Joe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, bro, bro only got two seconds to three time, but what? We got to roll this back. <laughs> Oh God, we're so immature. He said he's here to dig out what is going on. Jesus, you called him the underminer. Yeah, yeah. the Incredibles, very children-friendly show. (laughs) 
Good Lord. That's his name. Man, what is going hey, on? Hey, hey, you know what? You know what, Joe? I got to ask you this because, um, you know, and this is, I know we joke a lot, but you've seen a lot more Chicago Bears football than we have. He's right. Experience. I like the I like the crown of wisdom there. Um, what did this tell you? Like normally, like we talked about this when we were at the Hall of Justice. You, your GM gets the best talent available. And for you, like you come from area where hey, Bijan's the best athlete, you get Bijan, right? And there was a time where that's absolutely what you did. Well, but seeing him break away from that norm, what does this tell you? And what impression did it leave upon you? Well, remember, we were sitting there and you know, it took him. I said it was a he stayed disciplined. It was a disciplined pick. So you knew that for the most part, him taking, uh, he wanted to stay. Uh, he probably figured that he had saw the talent that he could see in the later rounds. But I really think that Carter really had some immaturity character issues. And I think that the whole point was they can't r roll the dice on this guy to be the leader of this defense. Uh, this team is too young to for him to be that guy. And no one's there. To, I believe that. I, so it made sense that, the entire half of the Georgia defense is over there in Philly, and they can, they can all corral them in. So mm. I, I trusted that he was going to make the right pick and not necessarily get make get let the emotion get inside of uh, or getting too caught up with uh, the player. So him getting the lineman, it's a solid pick. We figure hopefully he finds someone. Based off him drafting what he did last year, yeah. no one expected him to hit on at least two or three of those players, and he didn't even have a first-round pick. Yeah. So for him to get the safety, like I could trust that, okay, they might have an actually really good scouting department because yeah. I've seen the – we've lived through the Jerry Angelo drafts. I remember Mark Hatley drafts. But a lot of – again, from the top down, we have an offensive identity for you to fit this scheme versus just getting players. Now, the old way of like, okay, yeah, just draft Bijan because that's what Atlanta just did. They got Bijan, and he's going to be the workhorse, and they're just going to run him right to the ground. Yeah, he's is he really part of a system that's going to work for them, or they, or they make a flash in the pan decision? This is a they're building a team. What Poles is doing, I like it. I think Pat, that, I'm going to frame this a little different for you, if you don't mind. Right. Way up the reason why it's kind of up on this, and you get you're you're a lot more privy to these conversations. You get to see people that are closer to the situation. Um, and yeah, there were a lot of former executives that were very critical of it from your vantage point and what you can share. What's the overall feel of how he's going about it? And then obviously give your own comments on it if you can. Um, whenever I see uh, former execs weigh in on stuff, it, they form it for a reason. <laughs> I need y'all to understand this. Um, they don't, right. it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that these guys are geniuses. Listen, there's a lot of guys that have gotten the job that the job was over their head. Um, we, we've seen a lot of guys get, get jobs that they didn't deserve. In fact, that's most of the dudes that end up fired. All right, listen, Jim Boylan was an NBA head coach for like six years. Right. Jim Boylan, Jim Boylan once described an NBA play as the small forward came down and passed it to the point guard. The point guard threw it to the power forward, and he turned around and made a layup on TV as an analyst. Yeah. He don't know I, what he's I, talking about. So to what? me, when I look at when I look at former exec, when I look at – what these guys are are going out and being critical on is because they wouldn't have made the move. That's why they are not in the league. Here's the main thing that I look at with uh, what Ryan Poles did. To me, it's like Joel said. I think he made a great point. He followed his plan. 
Ryan Poles has set this plan out. He has not said that this plan is going to change. He has not deviated from this plan. He has been all about, and here's the thing that I think Bears fans should take take seriously here. He's been all about helping Justin Fields. Remember that beginning where y'all were like, does he really want Justin Fields? Is he really invested in Justin Fields? Does he really believe that he's not going to be? Of course he's invested in Justin Fields because making Justin Fields work is the biggest thing that he could accomplish as a GM. He could be the one, even though he did not draft him, to give Justin Fields or to give Chicago a quarterback. He could be the one that put the staff in place that gives Chicago a quarterback. And so to me, I think that he's heavily invested and he finally did something that wasn't the Chicago thing to do. You had a dominant three technique sitting on the board at nine and we didn't take him. For the first time ever, the Chicago Bears are thinking offense first. Welcome to 2023. The thing is, like, what I love is that this guy has an assistant GM. Well, was they've al- never had was, a, was allowed to hire one, <laughs> right? I, was, I mean, yeah, but yeah. the thing is that the, he's got he learned first of all, he came from a winning. Well, I, I would say most people they try to come from a winning, you know, situation, but they they're really doing well in Kansas City. Like that's they haven't just it wasn't just Pat Mahomes. They had been. <laughs> Winning ever since Andy Reid got there, yeah, and they've been Matt able Nagy to have a nice run. So what? I said Matt Nagy came from there. We talking about a GM though. Are we, like we're we not talking about him. Yeah, I'm we, just we, trolling, yeah. dog. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> I'm just that was serious trolling. trolling. The whole point <laughs> is that as right, <laughs> Coach T. Yeah, I, I get it. The point is that from a GM standpoint, uh, building from the top down, offensive yeah. identity, defensive identity. We I don't think that we've really drafted for the scheme properly outside of Jerry Angelo drafting. He didn't even draft Erlacher. No. You know, he didn't draft to have the guy. What he drafted was Hester. He drafted uh, Tillman and Briggs. Yep. So, you know, based off the scheme. Tommy Harris, too. I think he got Tommy. And and Tommy Harris, yeah. They drafted Rex, but it was like, you know, but the point was that they they didn't have an identity. Huh? Gotta have one bus in a good draft. <laughs> I'm just saying that when you do, when you're drafting players that fit your scheme, so just like they talked about, uh, was it Javon Dexter, right? Yeah. The whole point was that he was uh like Tommy broke down penetrating defense versus uh with the like a gap. What was a gap? What do you say? Penetrating versus uh, a two gap versus a one gap. So a penetrating defense yeah. versus a two gap system. Yeah. Right. So Javon was really more of a two gap guy. And they switched the defense when he got to Florida. No, he had enough talent to do okay or whatever. He was, a, vice he, was a, he was a penetrating guy, and shout out to him. He was a uh, one gap guy, and then they uh, they turned him into a two gap guy halfway through. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole point is that he didn't fit the system. So right. if we're not getting a guy that can naturally play his natural position, even Tommy said that I wasn't. That wasn't my skill set yeah. to play this certain role. And he got drafted to go to the because they played that in college. Yep. So the whole point is like not just drafting a guy and throwing him, it, it, even the quarterback, like everybody that you pick, pick plays the role that hopefully we keep for the next five, 10 years, yeah. you know? No, I, I agree. I, I think that that's the, uh, the, the biggest thing is that, like you said, Ryan Poles, I feel like is, shout out Coach T. I feel like Ryan Poles is. Uh, we all prefer. <laughs> 
I love it. Be the reverse. Whatever you're into. Whatever you're into, man. Whatever you're into. Whatever you love, though. I think I think that the the thing, like you said, that that's really big is that if I see how everybody fits. I see how Tyler Scott fits. I see how Roshan Johnson fits. I see how Darnell Wright fits. I see how Javon Dexter fits. Zach Pickens fits. Zach Pickens is either going to be a three or your one. Right. I see yeah. how these guys fit into the system, how they fit into the scheme. And so to me, I'm not saying I don't think that everybody in this draft is going to pan out. I just don't. Somebody's got to not pan out, right? Like based on the odds, somebody's got to not pan out. Probably the later rounds. I Probably. Think that- but yeah. I can see how every one of them fits. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> are, are we going to get a tax? Hey, yo, hey. Welcome back. I'm just asking, Joe, because it's uh... <laughs> Hey, he said, bring back Breeze. At, bring Breeze after dark back. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, kid ain't hey, recovering hey, yet. That's what I'm saying. Hey, We're trying to focus here, man. We can't even just... Stop. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh man, why is it? All, it's always like we can say the most childish Yo. stuff through the whole thing, and the Yo. smallest thing will absolutely Yo. take kid out. I wasn't That's prepared for it. <laughs> hey, no. He just kept. He kept just just. Oh man, digesting it like yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that was a good. <laughs> I can't let it he go. Fought- he followed it up with the most serious comment, so that let me know he was serious. <laughs> he had heard what we said. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Oh man, <laughs> he said it's key. <laughs> you guys are nuts. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I just have to get that one out. All right. Oh man. Oh I think I'm that... never gonna be live on air. Well, you know what? Shaq and Chuck do it all the time. Maybe I will be. Yeah, right, I mean, but you know uh, what? I mean, to your point, the. Having these oh. the scheme in place, we should be. I'm, I can't wait to see this year go, and then even next year, like what? Now they can just draft, you know, you know, just whatever they want. I mean, it's a couple people that they're going to end up uh, grabbing, but I, I would think that um, I would hope that the two tackles, defensive tackles, pan out. Yeah, uh, and I think Roshan is the guy that might be the icing on the cake. I, I think four out of all these picks actually work. The other ones. What's the, the 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 Cincinnati Bear? What's the um, Tyler Scott. Tyler Tyler Scott? Is he supposed to be a returner for us? I mean, he might he might end up being I, your receiver. The real time. I, 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 th- I think four two nine think speed. You better be way. going straight, my boy. You better I, be taking I, the top I, I off of the defense. Start out that way. I, I think he I think he did uh, special teams in college. He did do right. special so, teams. He yeah. he he is Valus Jones' replacement. I know there's probably out of the hundred and forty people in here. There's probably like. 60 of them that are like, well, give Valus a chance. Valus ain't going to get a chance. I hate to Hold tell on, you I want this. you all to lean in. I want you all to lean in real quick. I don't want to. Y'all give me a lot of smoke. I don't want to. This man trashes Valus Jones on the sly all the time. He doesn't even do it with a – like, he doesn't even hide it. Like, at this point, he's thrown shots Valus Jones way every show. What's your beef with Valus Jones, dog? Bro, He's been replaced. Nah, stop. What you're trying to do is take the smoke off you for throwing strays at Lamar. <laughs> no, nah, what he trying oh, to Oh, I told them. Hey, listen. Oh, Hail Mary, them strays. Hey, what you them, talking them about? Not, <laughs> hey, them not even strays. He's aiming. This, 
So, hey, listen, John Wick, what you talking about? He's trying Ooh, to hit him. Right. Nah, but that's clarity. Right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing Born that I always identity. say, right? Here's the thing that I always say. He wears a Bears jersey. Prove me wrong. Shut me up. I want I want everybody on this team to shut me up. I want everybody to to have me sitting here looking stupid on the show. Because you know what that means? If I look stupid on the show, that means that we're winning. I want to win. I yeah. want a football team that's winning. That's all I realistically care about. I want a wide receiver that is a deep threat that's going to be able to go out there and make plays all the time. That's I think Valus, you Realistically, know what, Ryan Poles drafted Valus Jones. Replay. What's his role going to be on this team? He, well, we don't even know if Darnell Mooney is going to actually be 100% healthy. He uh, still tore his knee up. Well, they say he's already out there running. He's just he, He's going to be ready by training camp, basically. Yeah, but the my, my point is that doesn't mean he'll be himself. Like he just because might he got be. back in a year, but doesn't but, mean like from a that's a serious injury. Listen, might not be, but but that means that your your uh wide receiver shakeup is then uh DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Equinamia, St. Brown. Ugh. Where's the role for Valus on that? I'm I'm what I, I would say this. I mean, Valus has to prove himself in training camp. He should, if any, if if anything, this should be great for him that he had those those uh, mess ups that he had last year. If anything, if he can learn from that, I mean, if he comes back stronger, I mean, we've seen this before. Who had fumble issues and they had they used to tape the ball around his arm all the time? It was uh, was it Rondé Barber? He used to fumble your boy Rondé Barber. He used to Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber nah, used to fumble, tiki, fumble tiki, all yeah, tiki, the time. Tiki, yeah, they were twins. I was close. Um, <laughs> had a 50-50 shot. Same thing, you know. But it, uh, it's it's to me, right? It's like Tyler Scott to me is probably taking his place on kick return, punt return. Right now is Dante Pettis. That's why you brought him back. Is he a slot receiver? I'm, is he a? It's not. It's not shade. It's really just where does he fit? Wait, Mo- mm-hmm. Mooney hurt his ankle or his knee? Mooney I hurt his, his knee. Yeah, his ankle. I think. Oh, I, I mean, but it, it, it's a, it's the same thing that I, I mean. Was it's saying, a bad but, injury, but it, but he did mess up his ankle. I thought it was his knee. I mean, I I think it's the same thing with. Uh, I mean, with what I said before, I mean the same thing with uh with uh Isaiah Pacheco, right? Uh, with the, with the Chiefs, I mean you he yeah. came in, he 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 didn't start. Clyde edwards alaire was the guy. You put him on punt return. He shows you a couple things. Then uh, Clyde edwards alaire uh, falls out of the uh, running back rotation. He's like, okay, well maybe we need to start running the ball. Can um can he carry the torch? He showed for a couple games. He he did, and by the end of the season. He he's the feature back. He he's the feature back. Mahomes trusts him, um, and and he's out and he's out there scoring like he should be. So I mean, as long as Tyler Scott comes in and keeps his head down and does what he's supposed to do, um, I mean maybe maybe Joe maybe Joe's right, um, with the with the with the Mooney thing, but I'm and then you know maybe he does get his shot and um, slides in there and. He might be motivated though. Like we're everybody's piling on Valus. Like he has to respond for that. Like the type of resolve that we hopefully we see out of this guy. Like to me, that'd be great. He failed. He didn't do great. You know, he had some flashes, and hopefully he can learn. I mean, I would hope that he actually can learn from this. And we still got a a nice what was a third round pick last year. Yeah. Like we want him to do well because hopefully he's motivated to do well. I want him to do well, but listen, here's the thing. Realistically, more times than not, that don't happen. Again, yep. I would love to see you prove me wrong, but the but the comeback story is a is a special story for a reason. They usually don't happen. 
You don't give up on a guy after a year. That's nonsense. I love this. Don't 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 worry. Don't worry about this, Pat. I got it. You know what's funny about that? That's what happens all the freaking time. That's what happens all across the league with a lot. It's even elite players or once upon a time elite players who have one bad season. All of a sudden they're trash. Russell Wilson has gone from elite or borderline elite to bottom of the league because of one bad season. So if you don't give up on a guy after one year, yeah, stop it. That's I, I hear what you're saying. You shouldn't. But that's not that's not reality. It's not. It's, not, it, like, it's it, not realistic. It's not. We're talking. They, they did that with Odell. They did that with Odell when he was in Cleveland. He get that way, and all of a sudden he could play football and, again. And, and here's the thing: it's not the it, the thing is it doesn't mean that Valus Jones will never become a good receiver in the NFL. It doesn't, right? But what it means is right now he's not the fourth best receiver in your receiver room. He has to but do so it's, much it's to a, get that moniker. It's a off focus. Of him at this point. It's, he's got talent. He to get to the NFL is not by accident, and he it's clearly Ooh, a focus. Mitch issue. is in the league, huh? Mitch is in the league. <laughs> Mitch, if, oh, if, if, you, if you put Mitch, you, want, if you got a team right now and play pickup in the backyard, he would light you up. Yeah, Mitch me, I'm up. not in the NFL. Like, what it's, are we talking about? It ain't about? easy to get in the NFL. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a small percentage. It's still a small percentage. If I, go, they say if 5, I go get a group of dudes in the backyard and I can get dudes off of the practice squad, they're going to cook us in the, in the backyard. You're going to get cooked. The whole point is that it's only like five. What? Right, be going Shanks, that's that's true. true. Bears cut him after he shanked three game winners. That's a fact. Yeah, and then he went to do well in San Francisco. He did well somewhere else. So that goes to tell you that, hey, the person who scored the most points on your team got cut after three attempts, had a bad season, and now we wanted to pay well, him to let's, come back. Let's also uh, – Well, the Bears don't. We want that. to. The Bears they didn't want to. No, no, they also didn't they want didn't to want pay, pay him. him. Yeah, they didn't want was, to pay That him. was more about money. They needed anything. a reason. They weren't going to yeah. pay a kicker. Like, I think he wanted $8 million or $9 million. They it was more pay. about the money You weren't going to pay a kicker $9 million. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't have an issue with that. The problem that I have is – Hey, you got to replace that guy. I like what Levante is saying. Valus will be uh, the next Tariq. Um, I mean, hey, nah, he nah, might be that gadget guy. Maybe he's the Debo that everybody's that they you that mean we the next guy that doesn't. Absolutely end up not. De- Debo maybe. is maybe. Debo, right, listen, Debo, listen, Debo is maybe. Time. Here's what I say. Show me, because your rookie year looked awful, and you're 30 years old. He's not. He's like 25, but still. <laughs> Oh, damn, you you go at the age. It's it's not 40 no more. It's not 40 no more. I mean, he ain't did nothing bad in the last four weeks. Hey, so I can't y'all say he's jacking up my age. So I mean, why would he not do that to Vela? So, hey, listen, this man I mean, has heart. his rookie he year, he, a... he was as old as Joel out here. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> hey, hey, man, hey, now you, hey, real quick, you know how I knew Joel's old. So like, we, I'm pulling up the Joel's crib for the draft you did, right? And then my pops had like this old song on. And Joe came outside. My dad was like, man, what you know about that? He's like, I don't know about that. I was like, nah. <laughs> nah, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Joe is the middle of the baby. It ain't nothing but the rent out here. You know what <laughs> hey, legit, legit. Legit, 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 legit. That's what it was. <laughs> Joe, Joe is the middle child of generations here. He's like big bro and little bro all at once. He's J. So Cole. Many different aspects. He's hey, definitely J. Cole. I'm like, nah, dog. With, hey. with less hair. We, He's J. Cole with less hair. I say this though, if we're having this conversation as to whether Bayless Jones is on the roster or not, that means Pose did well. And yep. at the end of the day, 
if he's because we were talking well, about him being a, we were talking about him being a potential number one last year. <laughs> like, come on, like we've done well, and so I think that's a perfect way and perfect uh, antidote to end the show on because we now have confidence and faith that we're going to have a good season. Like, and that's saying a lot from from the stuff that we've been through. So I look at him. I look a good at season polls, based I, on our standards. If if I compare polls to Angelo to pace, and well, Emery was just. Emery oh, was an wow. idiot. He was just doing whatever. Emery was an idiot. Like Angelo, you can say that safely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, hey, like, I bet, like. Hey, I bet you he's one of those former GMs that don't like the moves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Hey, <laughs> I, I look at like because to me, pace. I like that pace would gamble to a degree to get the guy. Like Angelo wouldn't do that. It, I just, I just remember when we had. I want to say we had the fourth pick and traded down because they didn't want to take uh they didn't believe in um Terrell Suggs. Mm-hmm. They didn't think he was a special player. And it was like why not go for that? But I, I think it ended up being Michael Haynes and yep. Grossman that year. And which was like trash. Like I feel like we took Grossman high. No, he was they were like 14 and was like he? 21 yeah, or something gross. like that. Because Pittsburgh man. had two picks too. Yep. Pittsburgh took uh Palomalu and someone else in that oh, same yeah, draft. That's right. We missed on a lot of Hall of Famers in there. Yeah, we missed on a Hall of Famers. <laughs> like the scouting like department. Like, yeah. So I, I think that maybe we finally get a, a competent scouting, t- you know, uh, scouting department with the with the GM who's disciplined and sticks to his gun. So it's like maybe we're getting the best, you know. Yeah. And the fact is that the man got a fourth round pick and traded down one spot and still got the guy he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted Darnell Wright. They'd have took Darnell Wright at nine. They would have well, took Darnell Wright at nine. They were never gonna take uh, Jalen Carter. No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, they 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 identified what they wanted. They wanted to do something for the offensive line. They did it. Yeah. So yeah. Y- you got a fourth round pick, and you were gonna, and you got the guy you were gonna take regardless of it. So. Uh, hey, man, appreciate you guys for showing love as always. Make sure that you hit that like button. Subscribe to the page if you have not done so. Leave a five-star review on the podcast side, man. Y'all already know how we get down out here. For the super producer, Joel Holt, Stefan Adan, and the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid. I'm your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out of Chicago. Peace. Remember in the gap, penetration is key. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> it's key. Now boom. Is that what you was laughing at? <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.